We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. If we missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this arc include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, mild gore, use of alcohol and tobacco, stalking, and mentions of genocide. Imagine a world on the frontier where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources are found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances are happening at such a rate, society can't keep up, allowing evil or misguided people to create abominations of nature. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine amidst all this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. Everybody and welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West. Yeehaw! We are picking back up again with our adventurers, Celine and Talia. We have we are going shopping. Yeah. We are we are we are in the in the uh, process of shopping. Yeah, yes. we're we're getting odd junk. We made off with a pretty big haul already. Indeed. Having purchased not only some weapon upgrades that they still need to pick up, yep. but also a personal shield generator, a grappling gun, a extra dimensional tent. <laughs> I love this thing so much. <laughs> and some other items, including a necklace for healing. Uh, a necklace for healing, and then a figure... A wondrous power, which is an onyx dog, to protect the horses in the area. Right, you bought both. Ash. Bought both, and we're we're getting a new shield. Yep, and we're getting uh, the cloak transferred. Right, the the enchantment for the blah blah, and we made some friends. Some friends, including a spam girl of <laughs> apparently <laughs> that is a. Uh, Heard some some of the uh, adventures and tales of the Wanderer in White and the Reaper, and was rather ecstatic to find them in her workshop. Right. She also threatened us with a gun. She did! That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan, but... Yeah. <laughs> Nikki was fun. Yes. So... You had, last we left off, just left the Researcher's Respite, a magical in-tavern mini-market of sorts that exists inside the Central Library at Airpike. 
That was a trip. <laughs> a literal trip. Yep. I felt like I was high. Probably was. Yes, I feel like uh, if yes, I I'm mostly agree. <laughs> but you had heard tell of a lovely place called the Aeronauts Pleasure. Yep. Yeah. I forget if you had anything else you wanted to do at the library before you left. Yes, we have some early research to conduct, I believe. We do. Do you want to do that now, or I do you? As I get it over with. Because we have to come back anyway. Yes, but I do not want to get all relaxed and then get stressed right back out. Ah, all right. What time of day is it? Um, that was like noon when we left Nikki. Right. So, uh, it's early evening, like five ish, six ish. Okay. Well, is the library gonna close, or is it like twenty four hour? It's not twenty four hour, but you like from people around you get the sense that they're they're not closing anytime soon. Got it. All right, we go back to the front, uh-huh. and uh, I, I guess I just take out uh, punishment. And I said, and I asked the nice lady, "Do you know where I would find this symbol?" As eh. far as uh, something I could research. And she um pulls out a pair of spectacles and kind of looks at. She like not even flinching at a gun being pulled out. Well, I it, put the back. Bit. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like. And it takes a look at it, and it's like, squints, it's like, oh, that's an interesting one. To our listeners, the symbol is a sword and stake intersecting in a V shape. And she just kind of looks at it, it's like, ah. Well, uh, do you have any um, idea of the context for the symbol? Talia takes a breath, swallows. They're hunters. Like a hunting lodge? Like like hunting... Um, hunting people that they see as monsters. Murdering, okay. slaughtering people they see as monsters. That's absolutely dreadful. You have no idea. <laughs> Talia gets really quiet. Just listens. Well, I uh, am going to go ahead and direct you to Alan. Uh, he's going to be found in um, symbology. Okay. Um, you're going to follow signs for language studies and linguistics. And then once you get there, their uh, signs for symbology should appear. Right. All right. Is there a specific book? No. No. It's a desk. Right. <laughs> um, I had one more other question. Yes? Do you have any information on the individual known as the broker? Broker as in dealmaker, as in person who handles... Uh, deals and transactions often land, or no? Um, it's a P- perhaps something, something um, fables of powerful beings. Yeah, Uma's stories. Um. Well, um, 
I'm afraid I can't really think of anything. Um, you could check our our um rural periodical section. We make it a point to gather at least an issue from all newspapers from within the district. So if you're looking for rumors or interesting stories, it might take some time, but you could try digging through there. I'm sorry. What about Feywilds? Feywild is a topic that we don't have a lot here, and what we do have is kept in the cage. The cage? You have to cage books? Some books that we have here are rare and valuable, and we don't want anybody just walking away with them. Right. But uh, if you go to Allie... Allie? Yes, she uh, is the manager of the cage today. You can't miss the cage. Top floor, it's... It looks like a big cage, so... (laughs) She might be able to help you more on that. Alright, well, let's... How about we look up the gun thing later? But we do this now. Right. Alright, because the cage thing sounds like it's going to take a little longer. So, yeah, you guys are making your way... So we go up to the top floor. Okay. You guys make your way up five different flights of stairs... To the top floor. Upon reaching the top floor, you can look down on most of the rest of the library. And it's just a little city from up here, just with right. like all the different <laughs> rows of books, all the different colors of all the books on the shelves, just kind of blending together to form a bookscape. <laughs> and as you look down, a, a bookcase. That has like act, has actual bars across it to keep books from falling off. Like clacks past you <laughs> on one of the rails in the ceiling. Busy place. <laughs> you see a couple signs for the cage, and you I, head there. Yeah, you head that way. Okay. I wonder, like perhaps it might be. Um, never mind. Let's try this first. No, finish your thought. I wonder, perhaps, if um, if it would not be bad to try and identify whatever I am by scent. We could try. I mean, I don't know. No, I do not know how you would how it would be. But if things are so um, carefully cataloged here, maybe we could try. We could try if this cage does not work. We can see. Let's find out, though. Now, you guys make your way. To the cage. It overhangs the very center of the library. And it looks like a giant canary cage. <laughs> almost. There is a gate to it. A, a, a like two-stage gate. Where uh, you can go in and then you have to be let in to mm. the second door. Got it. In, in between space there is a kind of like a booth, a window for somebody to, mm-hmm. like, sit and, like, converse with whoever's in between the two doors. Right. We go up to that, then. Mm-hmm. You go up through the first door, and in the window is a, a youngish woman, like, maybe in her, like, late 20s. Dark, like, flowing hair that comes down to her shoulders. 
and she's just sitting there reading a book because of course she's reading. Of course reading. she is. Of reading course she. Is. You, what else would you do in a library? Yeah. Library. Uh, we walk up and uh, clear my throat. Excuse me, Allie? Yeah. Yes? Hi. I was told to talk to you about getting information about a specific subject. Uh, what subject would that be? The Feywilds. Feywilds. And she puts down her book and pulls up a tome and starts flipping through it. Feywild, Feywild. Looks down it. We have a few books that make reference to the Feywild. If you want access to the cage, and she uh, puts, puts down a larger tome, puts up a smaller book, and opens it up. It's a sign-in sheet, essentially. Ah, okay. Um, names, and also a hundred gold deposit, which you will receive upon exiting the cage. And Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I take out the hundred gold. Yeah. Hand it to her. Do you need my actual name or my title? Preferable actual name, please. Not fun. Talia Gray. Uh, my handwriting is actually not that great. <laughs> so it's very like, you know. Yeah. It's 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 somebody who is not really used to writing that often. <laughs> Just very like scratchy like Talia Gray. Hand it over to you. And I write an elegant script. <laughs> Celine Argent. She takes it. Oh, okay, thank you very much. And uh, she reaches down and like pulls on something just out of sight, and the uh, second door becomes ajar. Alright. We go in. And so you enter the cage. In the center of the cage is a oak table that has a couple of lanterns on it that look like they should be oil, but instead of holding oil, they actually hold like a crystal that is glowing to prevent accidents. Have I used any spells today? I don't think I have. Huh? I use common motions, right? Yes. Upon entering, immediately to your left and right, there are curving staircases that go up to a wall of books and this the cage has two levels. The one right in front of you is like there's a wall of books just opposite the door and then the second place uh, the second story is like all lined with books above. Talia's not happy. What is wrong? I'm not a fan of being caged. Alright. But sorry. it's alright. Let's just do this. Nope. We're here. From I will point out, from inside here, it like the bars of the cage, aside from the door behind you, are not visible. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes it better. Sorry. Redact no. that. <laughs> I mean... You no. are still in a cage, I would understand if it's still there. I'm still not, like... Yeah. No. I know what it looked like from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. From the outside, yes. It looks like a canary cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alright, do we get the book, or or books, or do you get the books? She comes out from behind her stall. It's like, I would be happy to assist, but feel free to peruse at your leisure. It's I just you cannot... I would appreciate the assistance. <laughs> yeah, uh, just whatever books have that reference, or whatever. Specifically, individuals. Individuals. 
We're looking for an individual. Specifically. Well, we have five books that reference the Feywild in general. And then I believe a reference to the Feywild appears in at least 20 other volumes. Let's just... <laughs> we'll do. And I was... Is there a way we can have someone else do this research for us? We do have... Well, there are students at the uh, one of the local colleges, but... Not in Devonship. <laughs> oh, cute. However, unless you describe to them in great detail, the, their results have been known to be mixed. We've had a couple of wizards that have attempted to send them on errands to uh, be disappointed, unfortunately. Right. Okay, let's just start with the five. Oh, very well. And go from there. Okay. She goes and fetches the five. I do not think this is a long ways, Talia, but do you know how to read a book like this? Um, because I certainly do not. I know how to read books. Sort of. The I mean, same. I'm... I'm not, um, I'm not the best at reading, but I know how to read. In theory? I mean, I can read, I just, you know, I'm not, not really, um... Right, I mean, how can this be? It's just reading. Yeah, exactly. What's your intelligence at? My intelligence? Yeah. You should be okay. You had actually, like, you had a school learning, didn't you? Um, at the orphanage? Oh, right, yes, I did. I mean, it was, it, it, it was not, I did not really excel in academics. What are you at? Plus two. Oh yeah, you're, you should be okay. But I made decent plates. Yeah, you should be alright. Talia can read and write, it's just, she's not really, well, and all, she's dyslexic. And also, there we go. Celine was all, all, only in school till she was like 15. Yeah, but that would have been enough to get her like a semi-decent, okay mm -hmm. education. And honestly, actually, in this day and age, in this like time period, like anything beyond like fifteen, sixteen would be considered higher education. Right. Yeah. So you got a full length schooling. Right. Talia stopped at eleven. And, and see, but I think that Selena's like she hasn't like done any academic research since she was fifteen. So that has been seven years since I. Yeah, but if depending on the type of a book we're getting, I'm guessing like. Unless it's like really, really big words and really, really a academic really shit. stuff. You should be able to be okay. Talia can read and write. It's just not her strong right. suit sort of a thing. Like she's not dumb. She's just... And she's not illiterate. It's just her schooling stopped at 11. Yeah. And that's literally all. There what, And what schooling she had was not like a school in a city. It mm -hmm. was what she learned from family and mm -hmm. stuff like that so there was no like formal education but she knows how to read and write it's just not something she does very often or needs to do very often mm -hmm. you know so she brings like she goes to various places in the cage and pulls five tomes sitting them on the center table and the titles are the lost lands fables of fey strange sightings since the thundering of elves and their origins. And then the last one, uh, she brings it to you and is like, so this one here, <sighs> no one 
has been able to, like, fully read it. We know it has something to do with the Feywild, but there's been a bit of a translation issue. People, and we've had a couple of people come in and, like, take notes and stuff, but... Why? What is it? Well, she sets it down, and it's a book that has a green leather cover with, like, intricate vine work carved into the leather of the book. This is one of the 200 surviving books from an ancient city from before the Sundering. It seems to use a mix of ancient common and a language that some people call Fae-speak, some people call, I believe they call it Sylvan, but it, so fairy language. We believe so, yes. Huh. All right. I um, guess we can look at it. And not entirely sure what the title is, but we do know it says Feywild on the cover. But that oh, is that actually what it says? Can I read it? You both look at it, and you both can fully read the title. Messages of the Feywild. I'm sorry. That's what just that is what it says. Personages of the Feywild. What's a personages? A person. A, a oh, so person pe- of the Feywild. Pe- people from the Feywild. All right. She just kind of like looks at you, looks at the book, looks at you, looks at the book. You're telling me you can read that? Yes. Can you not? Do we know? Do we know that no. it's in? Does it look no. like? What does it yeah. look like to us? I mean, to you, it looks like like fancy like letters and stuff but looking at it yeah you you know what it says would we differentiate between common and yeah i mean it looked different yeah oh, okay. so yeah it's not like it like magically shifts over to like looking like common but no it, like you you just you look at those symbols and you know that th- those symbols in that order makes that sound yeah that's what that says I look at Celine. Is everybody in this place weird? This whole city? You said you've been here before. You tell me it's full of weirdos. I have never been up here. Where did you... What? Okay. Questions? She she like has to (laughs) stop and like order her thoughts. What is this language called? Um... I do not know. I've always had it. We've been calling it night speak. I, I do not know where I landed around age, uh, was it 10? At 9 or 10, I began to simply, uh, it was if I suddenly remembered it. Um, my home, we, that's all we spoke. It's gonna look, looks back and forth. I always assumed it was some kind of elvish. Oh, a lot of, uh, from research that we've done, a lot of elven characteristics seems to have its base in this language, but... Well, uh, I'm not elven, says the person with it, pointy ears. <laughs> I am. Um... Actually, that was kind of the re- reason we were looking for this thing, because, um, can I, like, really re-cra- like recap? I'm gonna recap really quickly. Like, we don't know her origins. We don't know the origins of this language. We're trying to find it because of sense of s- my sense of smell, and I've only spelled one other person like that. 
that she smells. Ergo, we're trying to find that person that I smelled that smelled like her so we can find out what she is. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. really quick recap. Yeah. That's so, the basis of what why we're doing yeah, the research you, in so, the first so, place. So, yeah, you essentially sit her down and, like, explain all this to her. And she's like, this is most interesting. I always uh, assumed that. I, knew, I know I am mostly human, but um, I always assumed there was some sort of smattering of elvish, perhaps, in my... In my heritage, my family was killed when I was seven, so there's no one I can ask. Can't ask my home either. Mine was wiped out at eleven. But I know for a fact I'm not an elf. This is... wow. She's kind of like, is taking this in, because it's like... At one of the same time, two people have showed up that can not only read something that pretty much nobody else has been able to read. They know it instinctively. Neither of them know really exactly how they know it. I mean, you you kind of, like, your family just spoke it. That's but, all we spoke. Yeah. So it's like a whole bunch of new information, and yet she also knows that, like, pressing you for more information is kind of a moot point. Because... I mean, you, you can ask. You don't know anything. Yeah. Wait, so she's just kind of like... She like has a whole bunch of like for new, like energy, but nothing to like put it into it. <laughs> and so she's just like, "Here's a question: Are you a researcher?" A bit, yes. You want a job? Like if you're sitting there the whole day, reading, reading, you want to read something specific? Perhaps. How much would you charge? Depends on what I'm looking for. I describe the broker. I'm very uncomfortable. And I describe the rumors that have been going around about the broker. I do not tell her that I have a deal. Uh And I do not... I think I do mention the name. Mm -hmm. And I say, I have only smelled one person in the world remotely close to what he smelled like. And that was her. I know what elves smell like. I know what half-elves smell like. She's neither. But the closest I got was him. I just want to know what he is. So then maybe we could learn what she is. And you you, you are... You, you suspect this broker person to have some connection to the Feywild? Yes. Well, I've read or at least what I'm able to read, every book in this section. And there's only one being that matches anything close to to what you've described. One type of being. One being, one type of being. It's It's confusing on whether it describes one person or a type of people that are found in the Feywild. Alright. But they are generally referred to as the Night Fey. Night Fey. What is a Night Fey? Well, Fey is a general term for beings found within the Feywild. Uh, It is believed by some that elves are long descendants from Fae that have spent 
uh, that left the Fey Wilds to come to the Material Plane. Night Fey, they tend to. The, the stories I've read have them as sometimes tricks, tricksters, sometimes deal makers. Usually always in between two sides of conflict or negotiating between two parties. Wait, so you are saying that they exist? They did once, at least. That's what we've been able to determine, but nobody's been able to make contact with the Fae Plane, as far as we know, since the Sundering. There have been no recorded instances of anybody crossing that divide. We have some records from before the Sundering that have survived of several instances of interplanar travel. I was always told that Feo were um, just a myth. That is the general belief, yes, but this type of research isn't... I mean, it's here, but it's really just here, and getting this type of information out is a not priority and because it's ancient history and it's well people tend to have more pressing day-to-day issues than to learn that old fairy tales might have been true at some point i see i look at celine so you're a fay then i i'll explain why i can talk to animals I don't know if I talk to all animals, or just to cortez and horses. Well, find a squirrel or something. Well, I don't have a composition with a squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. I mean... It is just difficult to even, even think that uh, they exist, not let alone being one, or being part of one, or... I don't know. People thought my... My kind died out. All sorts of crazy shit in this world. Apparently. I don't really have any other questions other than that. <laughs> that was the only thing that I know I wanted to know. That makes total sense though. If you're from if your blood carries Fay, that's a that's a very specific smell. I just can't, it's just, it is so hard to believe. Why, you believed you were ha- you were, had elven in you? Well, yes, but there are elves. Sort elves of. Elves exist, I know that they exist. <laughs> That's true, they exist. <laughs> elves exist, that is, that is a thing that we both know. Yes. But, uh, fae. Fae are creatures from stories meant to scare children. So are lichens. Did I tell her I was a lichen? No, and that just kind of just like, I'm sorry, did you say lichen? I look back at her, and I smile very sweetly, but my eyes glow. Yep. And he's like, pushes back from the table a little bit. Oh, I stop my eyes. Oh, relax. Don't worry, I had to, she is very well trained. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to, um, uh, feel free to peruse the books. Then just do you. When you're done, you can just leave them on the table. I'll put them back, and she kind of like, like 
skitters back to her booth and closes the door behind her. Well, she missed out on some money. Right. I was gonna pay her. I know you will. Is that uh, that um, fancy book, is that still around? Yes. Alright, I pull it toward me. Okay. There might be answers in this book that I don't, may not, I do not know if I want to know. We don't have to do this now. We can come back. It's getting late. What time is it? It was early evening when we went up here. Like, mm. when we went to the cage. It's approaching, like, 6.37-ish. Yeah. This was a bit of a thing to process. How about... I have the... We, we know where to get it. How about we come back? After you've had a chance to relax, process the information while soaking in a nice hot tub with some ridiculous floral smelling thing mm-hmm. while people point, use pokey things on your nails and saw what sandpaper. And, um, and put deep conditioning in my air. Yeah, that smelling stuff. And we'll come back to this. Alright. Thank you, Ali! Yep! I'm so tempted to bark. Are you alright, Daniel? Yep. Are you sure? Oh, that? Yes. You kidding? That's pretty tame. Ah. From what I normally get. I see. It's fine. Um, I'm used to it. Ah, it's a shame. Do we see her as we leave? She's behind her booth with her book kind of like squarely in front of her face as you guys leave. Dun, dun, dun. I want my money. And yeah, it, it's like sitting at, on a... Right. <laughs> it's just like sitting like right at, at the front of the of the booth. I go and get it. And is she like trying to hide behind her book? Yeah, kind of. I kind of like lean in a little bit. Okay, <laughs> just like tenses up and like is hiding behind her book. Idiot! I believe. <laughs> I'll save the other one for later, since okay. it's getting late. Uh-huh. Let's um, let's head to the the spa and get you pampered, and I'll watch, or I'll do research. <laughs> you get pampered or something. That would that would not be a bad idea. Yeah, we can do that. How about you spend some time at the spa? And when it's time for like the big getting a big tub thing, big then you'll come back thing, and I'll come, come back, back and we'll kick everybody else out and yeah, fantastic. All right, <laughs> let's do that. All right, so you guys make your way across the other side of the mesa, closer to the airship platforms. Oh, okay. Which are on the northern side of the raised mesa. You smell it a, a bit before you see it. Just Celine like, sees it. I tally yeah, ta- smells it. Yeah, sorry. Podcast. Yep. Audio only. Audio only. Uh, <laughs> Talia, you smell like all the scents of soap and perfumes and hot water a, a block away. Definitely going in the right direction. <laughs> yep. And uh, as you guys round the corner to it, you see a two-story building that is very long. Takes up, actually, a couple blocks and, like, goes in an L shape. 
and the front doors are glass with metal framing and a sign above them reading the aeronaut's pleasure entering in the glass doors they're waiting for you is r5 oh hello r5 what are you doing here are you here to get your um what are you doing what are you here for Celine. <laughs> okay, apparently Celine is terrified of the things that Raven makes, but she is so charmed by our five. <laughs> I'm alright with the things Raven made. I'm not okay with that big thing. R5 clunks over and is like, message from Nikki. Oh, what is it? Opens a panel and there's like a, a series of buttons. And like, take the finger and pokes at one, makes it click. Like a and you hear Nikki's voice. Um, hi. So, uh, Talia, um, small issue with the gun upgrade you requested. Oh, I hope she did not break it. I did break it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't want to. So, the ammunition increase may not be practical at this time for this particular weapon, as it is very delicate craftsmanship, and I do not wish to ruin it. Yeah. Uh, I do have something else to offer in lieu of that upgrade, though. I remember how you said you used to buy uh, a couple types of ammunition, a normal type and a type that was more effective at taking down supernatural beasties. How would you like it to not have to buy two types of ammunition anymore. This is a recording, so you can't answer that question right now. Actually, Tanya was about to answer. It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) R5 can instruct you on how to give a message back. Yeah. Okay, that's it. R5, you you can stop the recording now. Click. (laughs) So do we give a message back, R5? He he turns a dial and then presses another button. Speak now. Uh, Hello, Nikki. Um, We are returning your message with another message. This is so strange, but I like it. Um, Talia, what do you think of the offer? um, Don't break my gun, please. Yeah, I will talk. Please do not break break the gun. Um, However, I think uh, having uh, only one type of ammunition would be... uh, uh, preferable in lieu of being able to increase increase the clip, the clip size. Yeah, just as long as it's good. So yes, we would very much appreciate uh, that uh, substitution. Yeah, just let us know if you need more money. I hope you are having a good day. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're done. Do what? Uh, no, I'm not touching it. Click. <laughs> <laughs> right. I shall return to Nikki with your message. Thank you, R5. You are welcome. And he gives a a little bow, a little bow from something that is like eight feet tall. <laughs> right, right. It's like <laughs> it kind of just like leans forward suddenly. And, and I stand on my tiptoes and give him a kiss on the head. 
<laughs> and it stands back up. And, and that little smudge on his head. Yeah. And he walks out, ducks down through the door, and... <laughs> this is the strangest thing. You're so adorable, I love you. You don't like little things that are mechanical, but you like that big thing? That big thing does not have a million teeth trying to kill me. Okay, fair. Alright, anyway, spa, please. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it. <laughs> uh, looking around now, the uh, room is a lot of it is made of wood. There's like solid oak floor with these very nice rugs placed over it. The walls around kind of like uh, have curves to them, starting close in at the floor, then kind of like sloping away from you as it goes towards the ceiling, kind of creating the effect of being inside of a ship's hull. There are pillars at various points made out of what look to be brass and steel that are all, like, polished to gleaming perfection. And this particular room goes up what looks to be two stories with a balcony going, uh, circling this room. The balcony rail being made of polished wood and gleaming steel with a carpeted oak staircase at the far end leading up to the second story. There are a couple other doors leading off to the side, but directly to your left as you come in is a counter made out of what looks like barrels that have been like lined up and cut and placed together uh, with a gleaming brass countertop. Oh, okay. And there's like decorations of rigging kind of hanging up along the walls, sail rigging, ropes and pulleys, and just like creates a very cozy feel. And also in just, even in this room, you can kind of feel like this gentle humidity uh, almost to, mm-hmm. to the air, kind of just like from steam right. from elsewhere in the building. And there is a person in was essentially a red bellhop uniform <laughs> behind the counter, and he just kind of like smile, like smile, like a, a little plastery as he watches our five leave, and then turns to you. Welcome to the aeronauts' pleasure. Hi. Good evening. How can I help you this evening? Well, honey, this is your show. I have had a very, very um, stressful week, and I... How much money do we have? I have plenty of gold. (laughs) I have plenty of gold in three days. All right, so a three-day stay for the two of you, and I can offer you our deluxe package that comes with full spa treatments, massage, Mm. pedicure, manicure, full treatment. Please. Um, I don't want. Uh, is there like a bath thing? Yes, you will also have uh, full access to our bathing facilities and pools. Okay, we'll take that, but don't put me down for anything else. Like, no, don't. She only wants to sit in the hot tub. I see. Well, she uh, likes the dirt under her nails. <laughs> you can, you, can, can you not? <laughs> have a, have a, 
It is charming, it is charming. Not talking to you anymore. <laughs> uh, for the three days for the uh, deluxe package, that will be a total of 300 gold. Okay. That includes meals, right? Room service is separate. Oh, okay. So, room service. Got it. Alright, that, that's fine. I just wanted to double check to make sure I didn't, you know, I gotta keep track of things. He hands over a key. Room uh, 276. It'll be up the stairs to your right. 276. Stairs to the right. Alright. Uh, at any time yeah, you wish service, uh, just pull the bell cord. Got it. Darling? Yes. <laughs> she, she already seems more relaxed. <sighs> I ta- uh, hold on, Mom. They take it. Then we head up the stairs. All right. So um, heading up the stairs into a uh, door to the right, you uh, come out to a hallway that has rooms on your right side, and on your left is another balcony overlooking a series of pools and, well, pools is the uh, best way to describe them. The, the largest being a 20 by 20 square, the smallest being kind of like a single person tub, but they're all recessed into the floor. Okay. And they're all separated off by curtains. And though you can kind of like see down, like enough steam is like rising from everything to like kind of like obscure everybody's view. yeah, to obscure everybody's view. Yeah, so right. and you follow the rooms down to number two seventy six, which is kind of like halfway around because the hallway like wraps around the right. outside. So and you enter, and the room is a decent size for an in room. It has a it has a couple of like like sofa pieces for kind of like lounging and a nice large bed. The general motif of like the interior of a ship's cabin uh, kind of like uh, stays throughout the entire thing. Right. But it, it's done in a very yeah, cozy manner, so meant to keep everything very relaxing. Cool. How big's the bed? The bed essentially a king size bed. Woohoo! Fantastic. Nice. I go and jump on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it is a feather bed. Oh, oh. shit! Celine. Yes. Come sit. Come, come on the bed. I like literally just yes. sit down. Sink down. And I get to I sit next to you. Oh. Oh, this is nice. I like wiggle a little bit. My butt feels great. And I like I like lay down on it like, oh. This is fantastic. I mean, it's no grass, but I like flop down next to This is not bad. This is fun. This is quite nice. If only I didn't have a bunch of people doing stuff. What do you mean? Like you're gonna get people doing things. Yes, and I intend to enjoy every minute of it. Well, you enjoy every minute of it. I'm gonna not do that. It's nice. The pools look nice, at least. Yes. That is what you, uh, what you, um, yeah, interested in. Whatever, whenever you're done, we'll go swim a lap or something. I'll uh, just soak. <laughs> yes, I just want to sit in that hot tub. You want to do that now? Or you want to get some sleep? I would like to get some sleep. It has been a very, um, enlightening day. Sorry about that. It's a, it is alright. I just, 
It just seems... It seems impossible to me. What, are you afraid? Yes. Why? They do not exist. Not really. That's what I said about me. Well, you obviously exist because you are here. And Faye obviously exists because here you are. I just... It makes sense. I don't know any elf that I've ever met. Well, to be quite fair, I've only met two and then a handful of half-elves. But actually that number's kind of growing now that I think about it. But I don't know any of them that can speak as animals. I don't know any of them that smell like you. And none of them speak night speak. Or fey speak. And not a fey of, of, the fey of the night. It makes sense, doesn't it? Well, you look like the moon. <laughs> a fairy from the moon. It just seems... It was not what I was expecting to hear. A fairy from the moon. Traveling around. With a wolf. That's damn near poetic, darling. It is rather poetic, isn't it? We should get some sleep. Yes, I think. You have a long day of people picking at you. <sighs> and punching your back. And, uh... I never want to leave. <laughs> and I got a long day spending it in the library. Yeah. I do not envy you. Me either. So do me a favor and order some opulent room service. God knows we got the money for it. I certainly would. You already take this three hundred out. <laughs> I did. Oh, okay. We have two thousand five hundred and fifty-seven to work with. Ah, yeah. that should be that should buy plenty of spicy, uh, spicy tuna rolls. Yeah, that's we've already paid for everything, so that's how much we have to work with. And one silver. And one silver. Yeah. I was gonna give the nice woman at the at the the cage uh, another ten gold, but she decided to be mean. So she said to be ignorant, a student being ignorant. She's not a student; she works there. Plus, a scholar. Yeah. Being ignorant. Well, to be quite honest, children of the wolf are not really looked at too kindly. I wonder how children of the moon will be. I don't know. We'll have to see. Do you really consider yourself a child of the moon? Or are you more a daughter of death? I am much more a daughter of death. Let's stick with that. <laughs> Bloodlines don't have to define you. I certainly hope not. I do not know what to make of this. You worried about... No. Oh. Well, I am trying not to think about that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Tell you what, you've got three days to just to do no to to, to not think about anything. to aggressively think about nothing. Exactly. So in the morning, we'll get breakfast. You get you do whatever it is you want done, do you? Mm -hmm. Tell me all about it, and I'll head to the library. Sound good? That sounds wonderful. All right. So we gotta sleep. All right. <laughs> wake up and get some really expensive room service. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us immensely. 
For news and extra content, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary, Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod, and Tumblr at Let's Be Legendary Pod. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash podcast. Every dollar helps. We couldn't do this without your support. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Danny Gressman. Our producer and lead editor is Danny Gressman, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. The song, The Shadow of the Undertaker, was written and performed by Sons of Perdition and is featured in the Backwater Gospel animation short presented by the Animation Workshop. For more information, please visit sonsofperdition.com or follow them on Facebook at sonsofperdition.music. Thanks again, Zeb. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.